0: God's Word speaks of a spirit, or a way of life, that would be the spirit of the last days. The Lord Jesus said in Luke 17 26, And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. In this study, Scott Pauley will lead us to rediscover Noah's faith in God. Though Noah lived in days of wickedness, lawlessness, violence, and immorality, his faith in God was strong. Noah courageously led his family during this time, and he was God's witness to that generation. Could it be, just like Noah of old, you and I are living in the last generation before God's judgment? Join us now for this study, as it was in the days of Noah. Over the last several studies, we have been
1: concentrating on the story of Noah as it was given to us in the book of Genesis. I want to return today to a verse in Hebrews chapter number 11, the verse that we introduced early on as the great summary verse of his life, and show you five things that Noah did that we must do. Remember, we're living in days much like the days of Noah, so what do we do? Do we just Stick our head in the sand and act like it's not happening? Do we cower in a corner in fear? Uh, Do we live just hoping things get better? No. What can God's people do now in these wicked days? Well, Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 7 says, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Now, we want to live in the last part of the verse, don't we? We want to get to the part where you're an heir of the righteousness which is by faith. We've talked about the fact that Noah inherited the whole earth. Uh, There's no record of his riches before the flood, but after, oh, my friend, he had it all, and his greatest wealth was not material, it was spiritual. It was the riches of righteousness. So we know that God richly rewarded Noah Uh, because he did the right thing. So if that's where we want to go, if that's the destination, then uh, tell me what are the steps to get there? There's a beautiful progression in this verse. Let's walk through it. Number one, Noah believed. The Bible is very plain to tell us it was by faith. Remember, we're in the great faith chapter of the Bible, Hebrews chapter number 11. Every good thing that God does in our lives begins with faith in God. So, do you want to see the Lord work? Believe him. Just believe the promises of God. Believe his word. Uh, Believe and have confidence in his character, in his goodness. Uh, Don't be shaken in that. I know the world is bad, and perhaps your circumstances today are extremely difficult, but you must live by faith. Uh, Don't live by feelings. Feelings will deceive you. Feelings are fickle, aren't they? They change with the weather. Uh, Don't live by force. Oh, to to try to force your way through is through your own energy and strength. We need more than that. We need God's strength. How do you get God's strength? By faith. And so, first of all, Noah believed. Secondly, Noah listened. I think this is one of the things that for years I missed in reading this verse. But don't miss the fact that the Bible says he was warned of God of things not seen as yet. Uh, It implies here that he heeded the warning. He listened. His ears were open to what God uh, was trying to say to him. And notice the key here, things not seen as yet. Remember, faith is connected to the the invisible. So many times, people of faith are really living by sight. I mean by that, we profess our faith in Jesus Christ, and yet we're living with our eyes on the world around us, with what we can see, with what we can fix, with what we can figure out. Uh, But Noah did not live by what he could see. He lived by what he heard. And I mean by that, he was in tune with God. Uh, It wasn't a sight life. It was his ears in tune with the word of the living God. Are you listening today? Are your ears open to the Lord? Are you open to the promptings of the Holy Spirit? Are you ready for what it is God wants to say to you through his word today? Uh, We must believe, and then we must listen. Thirdly, the Bible says that he moved with fear. So not only did Noah believe and Noah listened, but Noah feared. We must fear God. There is a healthy fear that we need again in this world that we're living in. It's not the fear of circumstances. It's not the fear of man. It's not the fear of the future. It is the fear of the Lord. Remember, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is simply to have God in his rightful place, uh, to have a holy fear of the the great God of heaven, to have a healthy fear of sin. Uh, This is what we need. And Noah understood there was judgment coming. Uh, Frankly, uh, we we talk a great deal about uh, the joy of the Christian life, and we should, uh, but we need not only the joy of it, we need the fear of the Lord. And we need to be thinking about eternity. We need to recognize uh, there's a judgment to come. Every lost man is going to stand before the great white throne of God someday. Uh, every believer is going to kneel at the judgment seat of Christ, stand before the Lord, and give an account of what we've done in our bodies. This is a sobering thing, and that's a good thing. Uh, too many people laughing their way into eternity. We're amused to death. We're entertained to death. It's time to get serious about some things. Uh, Maybe if we had more of the fear, we'd have more of the moving. Remember, he was moved by the fear. Uh, The fear was the great motivator. I'm thinking of what the Apostle Paul wrote when he said, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. If we really know where this world is going, if we really know what's on the other side in eternity, that ought to motivate us. It ought to move us. It ought to cause us to persuade others So Noah believed, Noah listened, Noah feared, and then Noah prepared. The Bible says he prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Now, we know, of course, the ark was a great typology of Christ and salvation. And I just want to point out today that has already been prepared. There's nothing left to do for salvation. But let's make an application here. Noah got ready. He got himself ready. He got his family ready. You know, we prepare for everything, don't we? We prepare for vacation. We prepare for a uh, work week, we prepare for retirement, we prepare for children and grandchildren. But may I ask, have you prepared for eternity? Have you prepared for what truly matters? Have you prepared for the greatest day you're ever going to live, and that's the day you see the Lord face to face? I'll tell you what we're all doing right now. We're all getting ready to meet God, and that ought to make us think and give us pause. Uh, Noah believed God. Let's believe God. Noah listened to God. Let's hear of the Lord. Noah feared God. Let's fear the Lord. And Noah prepared for the judgment that was to come, and we must prepare. And then finally, the Bible says, by the which he condemned the world. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean that he simply stood there and fussed at them? No. In our next study, our last study in the life of Noah, I'm going to show you the positive side of this, what he did. Uh, But the Bible says here he condemned the world. What does that mean? It means that by his obedience, by his faith, he revealed their wickedness. Uh, Let me tell you what he did. He stood in the face of adversity and animosity, in the face of opposition and obstacles, in the face of an unbelieving world that I have no doubt gave him a very hard time while he was building that boat, he stood. And my friend, this is what we must do. We must believe the Lord and listen to God and fear the Lord and prepare ourselves, and we must stand. In the words of Paul in Ephesians, and having done all to stand, we must withstand in the evil day. The storm is great, Uh, the the spiritual conflict is real, the spiritual temperature, the heat of the battle has been turned up, but we must just stand, just stay with it, my friend, because our Lord is coming, the end is near, Uh, this world is not our home, and what you're seeing today is not going to last forever. Root yourself in who God is, ground yourself in the word of God, and don't be shaken and don't be moved. We must do, dear listener, exactly what Noah did. As it was in the days of Noah, so it is today. So let's believe the Lord. Let's listen to the Lord. Let's fear the Lord. Let's prepare to see the Lord. And let's stand for the Lord right where we are. And like Noah, we have much to look forward to.
0: Thank you for joining us today for this study And may each of us obey Christ's command to occupy till I come. We invite you to visit our website and jointhejourney.org and sign up for Scott's weekly email newsletter called Helping Your Joy. And we believe this resource will do just that. In it, you can read brief devotional thoughts, learn about great Christians in history, and even see Scott's upcoming itinerary. Get the Helping Your Joy newsletter straight to your inbox every Thursday when you subscribe at EnjoyingTheJourney.org. We look forward to studying the Bible with you next time on Enjoying the Journey.